It's the final genre bracket, horror and scary movies. Starting tomorrow, you can vote for all the genre winners to see who will be the ultimate movie champion. Ashley Clark is back on this episode and she brings a special guest. This guy, they work together on Texas Chainsaw 3D. Mr. Dan Yeager joins the podcast. He played Leatherface himself. He gives his insight into this bracket. It's a little bit of, watch out, psycho. Don't name your kids Damien. You did not want to go in any type of water after watching this movie. Before the Walking Dead TV show, there was this movie about the living dead at night. This guy haunted your dreams and he had blades for fingers. Probably not the safest thing to run with. In this movie, Drew Barrymore dies in the beginning. Oops, sorry, spoiler alert. Jason was gonna come kill you at a campsite. But it wasn't Jason, it was actually his mother. Mike Myers was gonna chase you down with the kitchen knife. Well, okay, not chase. Take a leisurely stroll, more like it. Hello, Clarice. Yeah, I know I botched that one. Haley Joe Osment sees dead people! And then he sees Bruce Willis, who may or may not be dead. Yeah, he's dead. Spoiler alert! This woman needs to see a chiropractor because her head was spinning like crazy and green stuff just kept flying out. They're here. Yeah, putting your hands on the TV, I don't know if I was going to do that anymore. This guy did not hand out candy, but he definitely was called Candyman. Don't say his name. Here's Johnny. A camera shot kind of up your nose with, I'm so scared right now. And anytime you heard a chainsaw after seeing this movie, you best believe you were doing a double take and looking around and looking for Leatherface. We break all these movies down and more right here on the Genteel Life Podcast. Hello. Hey, what's up? Oh, not much. How's it going? Oh, man, it is going. (laughs) (laughs) You sounded like you had a uh, rough couple days the last few days. Well, it's just getting this event going and all the new like COVID measures. We got to make sure we're in compliance for, which is fine. I have no issue being in compliance. It's just a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's a pain in the butt. It's a pain in the butt. (sighs) Anyway, how are you? I'm good. Um, definitely. Uh, I, I switched up the room. So I'm in my daughter's room um, okay. this time I around. Tell. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah. Cause I got the comic book background. Well, so here's the thing. So with my sports show that I do for my broadcasting company, mm-hmm. you know, we're doing this insider show with, you know, um, high school sports. And so for anybody listening, Ellison sports insider, feel free to check it out. It's me right. on there just being me. So I bought this editing equipment because I was like, okay, I want to shoot stuff. I can edit these videos. Well, it comes with all these special features and all this other stuff that you could pay extra for. I was like, well, I can write these off on my taxes. I can get creative. So you could use a green screen. So I was trying to think of a way to do that. And my daughter's room is completely green. Like we, t- we I can paint- see it a little bit between your head and your headset. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, like the light doesn't do it as justice, but it's like a bright lime green. And so I thought, okay. oh, that could work. But I was like, we have, it's a small room. I was like, there's nowhere. I'm, and then there's this one wall over here. And then like, we had this fat head of Jesse from Toy Story on the wall, like smack in the middle. So right. I moved it over. You didn't so want I, her to be like looking over your head the whole time. No, well, I didn't know. Actually, I'm curious if you could, if if, if she shows up. No, I that's not so. okay. So she doesn't even show up. Okay, well there we go. Um, but my oh, fear is she was still she, up? Oh yeah, yeah. I just I moved oh. her over. Oh, I moved, oh okay, okay. One hundred percent, just moved her over. <laughs> I I literally just I I moved her over so that way I had at least one solid green wall. 
And so sometimes I'll do different things. So like, um, I mean, it's working. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. So I thought, okay, well, you look I'm a little do... red. I don't know what your lighting situation oh, it's is. The, but... the li- it's the lighting. It's terrible. Um, because this room is a little bit closer to the Wi-Fi where I figured like the signal wouldn't be as bad. Oh. So I figured I'll, I'll do it in here um, just in case if, uh, if Dan was able to jump on. I was like, okay, I don't want the internet cutting out <laughs> if he's on. So 100%. Yeah, he should be coming in. Um, Sweet. I changed my background too. Oh. So in Denver, we have a graffiti festival once a year called mm-hmm. Crushed oh, yeah. Walls. Hey, you told me about that. And um, this was, I feel appropriate. It's an alien uh, Mars attacks. There you go. That they did. I forget the artist's name. Yeah, it's located across the street from the Exo Center in downtown Denver. Go check it out. Yeah, if you go Google to the Crush Walls website. Um, yeah, you can check out all the artists. There's like I think like 30 artists throughout this one section uh, called Rhino, which is River North in Denver. Yeah. Um, it's dope. It's a really awesome thing. They did a, a Stranger Things one last year that's since been covered up. So like, if you're in the main part, you get covered up every year. Mm-hmm. This one I, may last a while. They kind of go with like whatever is hot, I guess, at the time, or they just change it up. I mean, yeah, the um, I think it was what July fourth of last year's when the last season of Stranger Things came out, and yes. then the graffiti festival was in like August, so okay. it was still like fresh, you know. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, it's a cool little picture. So for anybody listening, yeah, it's it's definitely a cool little graffiti background compared to mine. Artists that's just from old all school. across the world. <laughs> Yours is better than mine. Mine's just old school comics of the Avengers. <laughs> hey, you got Chadwick is. Boseman looking over your shoulder over there. I do. Yeah, dope. right. Oh, yeah. For the, y'all, y'all can't see him, but his his little his cartoon or his uh, comic book character is right over my shoulder. So along with Ant Man on my other shoulder. So there we go. <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, so and I decided to come is, in here. Uh, oh, he's holding his shield up. I was like, why are we seeing homeboy is like armpit? <laughs> oh yeah, Captain America. Yeah, it's uh, he's holding up the shield like, let's go. That's and, like the beginnings of, on that shield, it should say like, decree. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been, uh, yeah, it's been going well over here and sounds like you're, you've been busy and yeah. Busy, this, busy. Yeah, well, that's good. Busy's good. Busy is always good. Oh yeah. And I mean- I can't believe that we're winding down. This is the final genre bracket that we're doing. I know. It's crazy. Like you and I have been talking for almost eight weeks. So for two months now, we've been talking. Has it been eight weeks? Man, I think it's because you missed the first one of animation. Mm -hmm. You've been on since. And I think I have Mm -hmm. eight brackets uh, of genre. So that's crazy. So, so, I mean, it's close to two months. Next week will be two months, I think, really. But uh, or it not, is something I look forward to weekly. Yeah, me too. Cause I'm like, man, God, this is like, we had, I mean, obviously we talked a lot in college. I mean, that was, we, we had a, we had a good uh, relationship and connection in college. And so, and it's been years since we talked and then mm-hmm. this has been nice, like us catching up. So it's been a lot of yeah. fun for me. Well, for and sure. we didn't get to talk about like movies and death. Like we are now <laughs> you know? exactly. Usually, like, exactly. Hey, what are the answers you put on that quiz that I have coming out? <laughs> <laughs> like, what, what, what did you what did you do with this little splice of the old school reel like what the right. fuck why are we even doing this can you cover my shifts <laughs> yes oh god yeah i made it a point on our radio shifts i always took the i think what was it midnight to two or 10 to midnight or i think it was midnight to two yeah i did midnight I, to two because we closed it too yeah and i remember <laughs> i remember williford always saying i'm always listening i'm like that's bullshit I right, know for a no fact way. you're not up. You're past not midnight. listening to my metal choices at one Hell no. a.m. I think one time, and I brought in my own CDs that I knew were clean, but I played. Oh, I made my yeah, own. I, I made my own mix that was like an hour and a half that could just play continuously, so I could go do whatever <laughs> if I had to. You know, like, 
Well, that me wasn't studying. I think me was just trying to like work off my drunkenness because sometimes I came in a little inebriated. I mean, damn, I was doing this wink, wink, nudge, nudge thing, but you just went straight for the honesty. Oh, yeah. I, I, <laughs> girl, statue of limitations. That was, well, then again, like, well, actually, I take that back. My second go around, which is when I met you, I was actually mm-hmm. better. It was my first go around that I'm thinking of from right. 02 to 05. <laughs> Those were my my drinking days. Um. I remember there was a couple times that we had people that would like come and knock on the door and they're like, Hey, let me in. Nope. Mm-mm. I called, I got mugged no. uh, after my radio show at two o'clock one time in my driveway. But uh, yeah, that happened during Damn. that radio hour. Wow. And it had to admit you like every Monday I would come home at about two fifteen or so. And I feel mm-hmm. like people like knew. Yeah. But yeah, I definitely got mugged in college coming home from my wow. midnight to two radio show. Damn, I did not know that. No. <laughs> On a better note, though, um, I was recognized by my voice because of the radio show. Really? Wow. Yeah. So people were listening. Right. I have a fan. <laughs> <laughs> it was, um, I was doing makeup for a student film because I was in radio, but I was also a yeah, cinematography minor. I was doing both. And I think it was our um, summer feature. So during the summer, I forget which um, semester, if it was the first or second, it was our summer school to film a feature length movie. Mm -hmm. Like we took all semester to write the script and we worked on it. And then summer, we all had to pay for summer school to make a movie. (laughs) But um, we were, I was set up in like the neighboring apartments house like the mm-hmm. a guy that we were in film school with we were shooting in his apartment and he his neighbors let us like stage in theirs and I was talking I don't remember whose makeup I was doing but you know I was just talking basically what you are as a makeup artist is you paint someone's face while listening to every problem that they have <laughs> so you're like a therapist fine 100 percent therapist <laughs> <laughs> it's like a hair salon like you go in you're gonna get a whole story and then I forget it was the girl who was renting the apartment like it was her apartment she's like are you is your name ashley and i was like yes she goes are you (laughs) ashley marie is like yes Mm -hmm. because that was in my radio name was miss ashley marie yeah and uh she goes i listened to your radio show from midnight to two i was like (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) she recognized my voice i guess just because whenever i I have a kind of a high-pitched voice, but we both know that you have your radio voice is very different. Like my radio voice is down here, and it's very yeah. smooth, and I have Mine's no country deeper. accent whenever I'm on the radio, because <laughs> everybody always tells me too, it's like you don't sound like you're from Texas. It's like, well, that's for a reason. <laughs> <don't>, yeah. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, well, I don't talk on any country station, so I have to ease that out. <laughs> yeah, you you definitely do, and. Well, and I know that was one of the things they talked about. Was like get like work on your accent. Like don't try not yeah. to talk with an accent if you're going to do radio. Because <laughs> mine was thick. Like mine's yeah. still thick, but she only comes out when she's drunk. See, <laughs> I think that's most people. Like right. my dad from New York, man. When he starts drinking, all oh, that New York accent starts coming out. <laughs> and, and even when I drink, it comes out. And I'm not even from New York. I don't know why. Sometimes it'll come out. Well, I mean, that one's just fun. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. And uh, And yeah, that that was um, one thing I talk to people and I'll tell them, like, if I meet them, you mm -hmm. know, and I tell, uh, or when I'm doing these broadcasts or anything, they're like, you don't sound like you're from Texas. I go, well, that was ingrained in your brain. Don't talk like this. Don't draw (laughs) it out. You know, you, you know, if you've seen the movie split, (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, you got to try to talk normal as much as you can. So, and I do like if I'm around my family. Oh, yeah, that's oh, it's my dad too. My dad, when he's around his family, it's the same thing. The New York accent comes out because my my aunts and my uncles, their accents are still extremely thick. Like you can Mm -hmm. tell with my dad's, other people can hear it, but I don't necessarily hear it as much. Like I I mean, I hear it, but I don't Mm -hmm. hear it as much as other people do. And maybe that's (laughs) well, it's not different for you. You hear it all the time. You know. Yeah, and I think that's what it was because when I'm around my aunts and uncles, good God, like, and they live in here in Texas and Arizona, so they're Mm -hmm. (laughs) they've been there for years. My family puts an R in the word wash. Warsh? We're that Warsh. Oh, we are that Southern, baby. We are that Southern. <laughs> they Turkey Creek, Louisiana. Let me tell you. They <laughs> let me tell you. Let, let me let me talk like this. Let me tell you. Well, they're not Boomhauer, but <laughs> more like Hank Hill. There we go. Okay, yeah. A little bit of Dell Gribble because everybody smokes cigarettes. <laughs> oh, I love it. I fucking. Love I feel it. like we need to do a TV series bracket as well. Oh, that's the plan. Eventually, I, I plan on doing that. Yes. Yeah, so, so here's so here's what's gonna happen. So, for people listening, so if you're like, man, I really love this, but you need to, because I've had friends go, you need to do music. You need to do. They're, they're telling me to do all these things. I'm like, hey, those are great ideas, and I agree with you. But I'm gonna, I'm, I'm changing it up. And I think I mentioned this last week too. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. If I didn't, I apologize. And if I did, well deal with it it's my shot do whatever i want (laughs) i'm just here for the conversation (laughs) i can i can be scatterbrained it's okay um so from now on what the plan is what i'm going to start doing is i'm going to let the people choose what movies to nominate for each oh you did say that yes okay good i did mention that to you okay yeah so so here's the thing so we're the next one's going to be christmas so right around Christmas time, we're going to do a Christmas movie bracket. And I love the idea of a TV series because that's another one. Cause there's so many good TV series where I'm trying to decide, you know, do we do TV shows that we're not canceled out of nowhere? Oh, and looks like Mr. Daniel. And is it Daniel oh, yeah. Yeager? Dan. Dan, Dan Yeager. Okay. So let's let him in. Oh my goodness. I'm excited. This is awesome. <laughs> this is so awesome. <laughs> You're welcome. And he's connecting the audio. Let's. There he is, Mr. Dan Yeager. Can, can you hear me? Yes, Dan! I can. Oh my goodness. I fucking love this. Ashley. This is awesome. How are you, baby? It's so good to see you. It's been way too long. I know. <laughs> Dan, uh, it's very nice life? to meet you. I, I cannot hey. thank you enough for coming on this show and talking some horror movies with us. Well, I'll do my best. I don't know. Well, I mean, you you have it to play probably one of the most famous, you know, horror movie people ever in, you know, Leatherface. So, I mean, yeah. when yeah. Ashley brought this up, I thought, if he comes on, hell yeah. And I mean, I even wore the <laughs> shirt that says awesome because I feel like it's going to be awesome with you on the show. So, I cannot well, thank right. you enough. Oh, and Dan, pleasure. I feel like you wore your shirt for me. So, thank you. In advance. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 for everybody listening, uh, we, we have Dan Yeager on and Ashley brought up last week that they worked together on uh, Texas uh, Chainsaw 3D, I believe, correct? Correct. Yes. Cool. So, 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 Dan, just share a little bit about your journey, you know, just, you know, the, the things you've done and, you know, maybe things you're working on now. Just let everybody know, you know, who you are and what you've played and oh, you know, Lord. what you're up to. Well, I've been, I, it's, <laughs> I'm an old person, so that's going to take a while. <laughs> um, no, you know, I, I, I decided I wanted to be an actor when I was a kid. Um, grew up in rural Ohio, and uh, 
moved to Las Vegas when I was in high school with my family, of course. And, uh, you know, traditional Ohio blue collar upbringing, you know, you're supposed to, you're supposed to graduate high school and get a job. And so I learned a trade doing architectural drafting. And, you know, by the time I got out of high school, I, I, I went to a vocational high school and we had no, it was strictly learning, you know, your trade. It was all about that. And so uh, anyway, by the time I got out of high school, I had all this uh, pent up need to show off. And uh, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was I was I, w- I was young, too. Once. Uh, but anyway, I, I, I decided to uh, I wanted to be an actor um, and uh, fooled around with it. But, you know, my my blue collar Ohio roots got the best of me and I just could never bring myself to uh, to uh, endure the the sacrifices, especially financial of becoming an actor for real. And, uh, you know, I, I put it off, put it off. Finally, fast forward 25 years and, uh, I decided, oh, I'm not happy. <laughs> you know, I was working, I was, I was running a architectural millwork company at that point. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but I knew I didn't want to do that anymore. So I quit. And then, uh, I don't know. I was in LA. I figured out I might as well be in the movie business. There you go. I love it. And I, I can and I'm relate so to that. I'm so glad you did. Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can relate because I'm pushing uh, almost 40 and I was working a corporate job and I got unhappy and I've loved sports. I've loved broadcasting and dipping my yeah. toe in this podcast stuff. And I thought, luckily I have an awesome wife who allowed me to quit my job and she's taken over most of the financials. And I was like, holy shit, I'm going to do this. And people are like, dude, you're almost 40. I'm like, don't care. Like I'm not, yeah. happy and I'd rather be happy. So I can relate. Yeah, I, was, to I was, I was 45 when I decided I wanted to be a movie star. Nice. Awesome. You know, you just never know. And, and, yeah. and, you know, I mean the, the, I think the lesson I've learned is, you know, well, I, I learned I'm not motivated by money and, mm-hmm. you know, certainly I do not advise anybody if you are motivated by money to become an actor, because that's exactly the wrong thing to do. Very few people make money at it. Yeah. Uh, you know, a, a stupid one. Yeah. I mean, you'll, you'll survive, but I feel like you're my you're spirit animal because I'm no rich guy. <laughs> but, and Ashley might remember this in broadcasting. They told us if you're in this for the money, same thing, you get out oh, because yeah. if you're looking yeah. to be rich and famous, that's, this is not yeah. the industry for oh. you. So I, I love that you said that. Yeah. And you know, and you know you tell the you tell the universe what you want, mm-hmm. and it works it out for you, I guess. Yeah. You know, so, I decided. You know, hey, I, I, I think I'm going to be an actor again. There you go. And I, you know, in 1984, I was in a I was an extra in a movie with Christopher Lee. Mm. You know, and so I had dabbled in it. Right. But you know, finally, you know, I just threw myself into it and, you know, 
And now look at you. Had, had many regrets, but you know, none and of Dan, them. None I, of well, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> I really hope that you make it to one of Denver's pop culture cons. Yeah. We have one decently sized uh, convention. And I think it's happening in November of next year, or maybe a little later or earlier. But you should look into it. You can come to Denver. Yeah. yeah well, I don't know. I, I I hope I have something new to pedal by then too. I, I've been right. working on scripts, and you know, I've got uh, I've got four scripts done. I've got one budgeted and and uh you know a rough schedule worked out and i'm looking for money and all that and i've got another one that's close behind it and mm -hmm. then i've got two more just sitting there waiting for me to work on them and then i've got i think i've got nine more in various stages of you know becoming scripts right so, all in their little treatments you know, yeah, there's nothing, you know, and, and, and there's just nothing better than making movies. So I know I, I do miss it for sure. If there's uh, ever an opportunity to go anymore? back, what are you, what are you doing? I'm event coordinating right now in uh, Colorado. I work uh, for a municipality <laughs> and uh, so like this Friday, we have a big Halloween event that we're doing. So I still get to do some creative stuff and it's actually giving yeah. me a better, like, understanding of behind the scenes like I never worked in production and film but now I have a higher respect for it which is mm -hmm. I think it's good I think everybody should work every position they can in film which I know is counterproductive because it's like you need to pick one and move for that which yes you should but how do you know this one isn't your calling how do you know this one isn't your calling and I also think that as like the last season of Salem when we were in uh Shreveport I PA'd a couple times just because mm -hmm. they didn't need me for makeup. They didn't need me for costumes. So I was a production assistant for production and got to understand how all that goes. And I think once you have a better understanding and a, a, it gives you a respect for each department, oh, yeah. you will respect each department more. Yeah. So I highly encourage if anyone's hopping into film or if you're working your way up, work everywhere you can. PA for Hell whoever yeah. you can. And it'll at least make you a better employee to any production if nothing else yeah i mean i've built i built <laughs> sets i've i've mm -hmm. set lights i've i've run cameras and you know right. I've, I've i've held a boom mic <laughs> you know get that uh, tricep workout in <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah i see that on tv those guys like now with all the distancing they're having to hold it either up or underneath and i'm like god like they have to have so much just arm strength to hold it for that long usually it's like the skinniest dude you've ever seen it makes <laughs> no sense well and i love that y'all bring that up because i think that's almost in almost anything now but you know specifically you know like filmmaking broadcasting any of that stuff like do as much as you can to really understand everybody's mm -hmm. position and you'll have a better understanding. And, you know, you could definitely be a little bit more successful probably if you understand what other people are having to do in that industry. So. Yeah. One, Absolutely. one, one, one thing I, I see a lot of people kind of the mistake they make is that they, they try to tell, you know, the business what they want and the business does not care yeah. the, the business only wants you if you if you're going to show up early and you're willing to do what needs to be done whatever that is and they'll tell you what what they want you to do 
And, you know, after you develop some success, then you can kind of say, oh, well, I'd like this, you know. And that's how I ended up, you know, I mean, like you say, I, I, I built sets. I, I put together flats and I, I actually, I built the, uh, I built the largest uh, 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 cyclotronic green screen in, in the San Fernando Valley. Oh, wow. I don't or know if it's still there. For a film production. Huh? For stage or film? Film. Wait, why would it, it be stage? It, I don't know why I asked that. <laughs> it was, uh, it was, uh, how big was it? Like 30 by 60 by 20 feet tall. Wow. Damn. It was huge. That's a big yeah. green screen. Holy cow. Things I did not know about you, Dan. <laughs> Well, because I I figured out how to do it. Nice, right? Well, that's so, half so, the battle. <laughs> Take it till you make it is not a better motto than anything. Uh, I think that's a motto a lot of people use. Um, so, so Dan, just to kind of give you an idea of what I've been doing. So for a number of weeks since like early September, uh, with this podcast, I usually do it. You know, talking about everyday life and incorporating friends I've had in my life to talk about. You know, whether it's about postpartum depression, being a dad, you know, being a realtor, whatever it is. Because you know, I have a lot of friends that are doing a lot of cool things, and so. There was a podcast I listened to. They did a movie tournament for action. And I thought, oh, that'd be so fun to do through the podcast and let my friends vote <laughs> for who advances and wins. And I decided, oh, I'll do like multiple genres and we'll do like one big ultimate thing. And so Ashley, obviously working in the industry, reached out to me and said, oh, I'd love to be a part of this. And I said, absolutely. And then that's when she, uh, you know, asked, brought up like, hey, maybe we can get Dan to come on when we do the horror genre week. And so that's what it is. Each week I put it on my Facebook and my link, uh, my uh, LinkedIn or not LinkedIn, excuse me, my Instagram and my friends just vote for who they think is the best action movie genre, you know, horror movie, sci-fi. We've done all these multiple brackets. And so this is our final bracket. And then uh, out of all the eight genres, they're all going to face off next week. And they're all, my friends are just going to vote, you know, it's just something fun <laughs> to do, especially during the pandemic. And so we're at the horror genre week. And so what me and Ashley do is we just break down each bracket. I, I we talk about each movie. Uh, our thoughts on the movie who we think we should win and then i let us you know i say okay this is the the movie that won and then we move all the way through and you know we announce the winner on this show so nobody knows who won until we announce it on the show so i figured i just give you a little bit of a rundown and we'll get started on that if you're you're good to go sure perfect all right so uh, our first round matchup that we had in this bracket uh was uh and these are all the originals too so none of the remakes uh, made these uh-huh. uh so we have psycho that took on the omen and, yeah uh, I don't know if you want to start off, like, which one would you maybe choose between that and why? Oh, Psycho all day long. Oh, yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah, Psycho. The I think Omen's was great and everything, but it, even with a remake, <clears throat> which we won't talk about the Psycho remake, no. um, Psycho, I think, still comes into everybody's mind. I learned about Psycho in history for cinema in college. That's something that I think is still brought up as viewpoints and certain angles that are used. You just don't have that recognition unfortunately for the omen and it's i think the psycho just sticks out in everybody's mind more than the others because it was so influential at the time and not just like a horror movie of the age yeah it was definitely something different for sure and um yeah and i and i remember so i remember seeing the original psycho but i think i was in my teenage years and i remember watching it and I was just like in awe, like, okay, this is like, I wasn't scared, but I was kind of tense. Like I was like, I was like anticipating more. I think, you know, I don't know why. Maybe I wasn't as scared as I thought I was going to be. 
but it was definitely something where I remember seeing it as a young age and going, holy cow, like, okay, this, this is, this is a little freaky. This is a little weird. <laughs> uh, but looking at everything. So everybody agrees with uh, both of you guys. Uh, they voted uh, psycho won 70% to 30% over the omen. Um, yeah. I, I mean, not surprised there. I, I kind of thought, and also I forgot to mention this, Dan, all of these matchups were drawn at random out of a hat. So it's not like I said, I was going to say uh, 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 an omen uh, exorcist, uh, matchup might be uh yeah <laughs> uh, interesting well I, I think we have a few good interesting matchups here at least when i was announcing them to ashley ash was like oh damn there are a couple like, okay. <laughs> um so yeah so um so the next matchup comes up it's uh jaws taking on night of the living dead and, oh that's a tough one yeah and so i remember so i remember being a kid and i was telling ashley this story last week a little bit so I think it came on late at night. My parents were asleep and I was watching it and I didn't know what it was and I'm watching it. And then I quickly realized what it was. And I was like, I can't watch this. And I turned it, but then, you know, the, the, it, I got curious. And I'm like, okay. So I went back and I was definitely doing the hands over my eyes. Like, okay, what's about to happen. What's about to happen. Did like, you really have a TV that went like that? that oh, I was born in 81. So yes, I, I remember oh, when man, we had the just jobs. Barely. On the, <laughs> yeah, just barely, but <laughs> Uh, but yeah, we still had the knob on the TV for a number of years, or it, then it was like a little black box that maybe had the cable, but it was still the knob. Oh and yeah. I guess, I guess the knob persisted, but I don't know. It did. It, it, it wasn't it's weird. We didn't make, yeah. We didn't make the full remote stage until probably almost the early nineties or late eighties. But yeah. but yeah, I just remember turning the knob and turning it back and then like watching it, but then like, kind Oh of yeah. That's how you could get to see the dirty movies. You, yeah. you yeah. fast. yes absolutely even though we it was definitely talked about that before too we did uh, yeah. I, so i love the movie bad boys uh and i wasn't old enough to watch it and so back then you know with pay-per-view you could hear it but the the screen was all squiggly so yeah. i would listen to it and then try to watch as much as i could so yeah it was insane but uh but yeah you had jaws versus the night of the living dead so i just i love that story of night of the living dead because i just remember seeing it and being scared out of my mind and then of course with jaws when I saw that, I, I, I shit myself anytime I had to go in a pool because I'm like, okay, is there a shark in the pool like going to come out of nowhere and bite me? Yeah, well, when Jaws came out, I was 11 years old, a kid in rural Ohio, and I somehow made it to the movie theater probably four times that summer mm-hmm. to see that movie. And that's back when you paid every time. Yeah. <laughs> and you know that that movie made me want to be in the movies actually it also made me want to be an oceanographer um <laughs> right on uh, different I, ends of know, that spectrum uh, it was just so yeah that 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 movie really was just yeah impactful uh to say the least in um, was jaws the first movie or was it the movie that made the dolly zoom so popular oh yeah whenever he's like you, the shark yeah. attacks and then it comes in while he's going out was that the first one to do it or was were they the ones that like did it right the first time you know what i um, mean like because it was that was such a big deal that we learned about in history of cinema it was just like how they did that and it's an easy move but it's a great effect and things like that yeah i don't i don't think it was the first but okay you know yeah i mean it was certainly never used to better effect (laughs) 
Well, uh, definitely, my vote went to Jaws, even though Night of the Living Dead scared the shit out of me. But yeah, I, mine went to know, Night of the Living Dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I, I got I, I got to go Jaws too, just because it's a sentimental favorite, and I love Night of the Living Dead. Oh Fair. my god, what a fantastic movie! Yeah, it was, and and but I feel like my voting went to like the things that scared me the most were the things that I felt like could really happen in real life. You know what I mean? Like Jaws, yeah. like I feel like a shark could attack me, even though I'm in a pool in my neighborhood. Sometimes my brain would just go to there. I'm like, okay, is there like a shark somewhere around here? Like, so yeah, but yeah, and everybody else. Well, I, I, I think I think both movies too spawned a genre. Yes, absolutely. You know, much oh, and like I love the Walking Dead like, series. Like, I love the Walking Dead. Like anything zombie related, I, I, I yeah, know. I mean, it, yeah, the the uh, the Night of the Living Dead zombies became the yeah. you know kind of the industry standard. Hundred percent. They were the moniker until the zombies could run. <laughs> Yeah, that's very true. Uh, well, Jaws did dominate that voting. Eighty-four percent did go to Jaws on that one. Uh, so I think I voted for Night of the Living Dead because I knew it was going to lose. Too. Like, <laughs> oh, got to try and throw some this hope. one in yeah. there for them. <laughs> so this next one was a fairly close vote, and this one was a tough one for me. But it's a uh, Nightmare on Elm Street took on Scream. <sighs> I think we all know that Scream is one of my favorite horror movies ever because it's just so well made and it's so aware of itself that you can't deny it's a great movie and i i, I just love it <laughs> I, all of uh, them i don't care how shitty the second or third one is the fourth one is great yeah fourth one's i thought great. the fourth one was so smart and it was it's one of the only ones where as the franchise kept going i was like oh okay yeah we're still doing good we're not like beating this dead horse yet <laughs> i remember with scream i bought a ticket to a pg movie around the same time and snuck into Scream because I believe I just was barely too young uh, to get in there. Oh, yep, there it is. <laughs> Ashley working. But yeah, I was a little too young to get in. So I had to sneak my way in, uh, which I may or may not have done numerous of times, uh, definitely with the Scream movie uh, for sure. But yeah, so uh, Scream definitely was a great movie. Nightmare on Elm Street, though. God almighty, that movie gave me nightmares, literally, because I remember watching it when I was younger and I just, I, I couldn't get those images out of my head. Just, you know, Freddy Krueger, just all that stuff, man. It just scared the shit out of me. But uh, I don't know. Dan, who would you choose between those? Well, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is just such a great Halloween movie. You know? Yes. It's, yeah, I, I got to go with that. Yeah. And my vote did go to Scream uh, just because, again, I, my theme was like, okay, what could really happen? And it was just one of those movies that, I remember it scared the crap out of me. And, and I, I'm just now realizing how sentimental I am. It's, you know, it's, it's the movies that I connected with more when I was a kid, <laughs> you know, that <laughs> that's okay. Uh, that's, what yeah, that's what it's supposed so. to be. Yeah. That's it's supposed to be. Yeah. Like we, we, we did some uh, rom-coms and uh, all these other ones and, you know, comedies. And I mean, I know people were voting for the emotional side, like how they yeah. feel versus maybe what was better, which I'm okay with. Cause again, I just want to see who would win. It's just something fun to do. And uh, I'll say it was a very close vote, but Nightmare on Elm Street did win. Uh, it was fifty-nine percent uh, went to Nightmare on Elm Street over Scream, so it was definitely a a very close vote. Uh, which brings us to our other one, which was another very close vote, and it was Friday the Thirteenth took on Halloween. Ooh, now that's a tough one. Yeah, that one. I oh my god, I was like, okay, these are two like you would you would hope to see this in a final, not in the first round, but it is what it is, and just I, I think i love like halloween has still been fairly successful moving forward uh friday the 13th i i know has gone kind of all over the place you know i think yeah. one, at one point he was in space i remember that one um yeah. 
you know, Isn't but that Jason uh, yeah. X. Yeah, I think it was Jason, Jason X. Space. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was in space. And I was like, okay, but I don't know either way, but these were two such great movies that like I just I, I remember the fear I had. Like very rarely I watch a horror movie and I feel fear. Like I might feel like antsy, like I'm gonna jump, but I was like literally like in fear watching these when I was a little bit younger, um, in my teenage years, anyways. But I'll let y'all talk what y'all think. <laughs> and I'm sorry, I'm back in now. Um what what it what was against Friday the thirteenth? Uh, it's, it's Halloween and Friday the 13th. Oh, I know. Oh, this was the one of the ones where I was like, oh, yeah. that's going to be a hard one. And I don't know if you told Dan, I know Friday the 13th was a last minute change. It was. Yeah, it was one of those. My dumb ass was like, why is this not in here again? And so I, I threw it in there and that was the one spot I could put it. I couldn't really redraw everything. So it ended oh, up sure. Halloween. Which I think it's a great one. Um, I did vote for Halloween because I of the two, I just liked the Michael Myers movies better. They're both great. Um, they're both so interesting because your main killer of the entire series is not the killer of the first one in Friday the 13th. <laughs> but um, I did. I voted for Halloween because that one, I, I don't know. I, I feel like that one and I feel the same way like whenever people say like alien versus aliens. Um, oh, yeah. I like alien better and everybody tries to give me shit for that but like because to me you can tell all the hard work that went into it you can tell it was a lower budget you can tell that they did what they had to do to make that movie happen and as someone who's worked in indies before and worked on movies that had little budget but had big dreams I get it and I can appreciate those a whole lot more and who would you go with I gotta go Halloween uh you know I I don't know I I I don't have a good reason, I guess, <laughs> uh, other than okay. just pure emotion. I, yeah. I you know, I, I, I don't know if I, if I break down and start crying, I'm going to, I'm going to be mad. <laughs> so Friday the 13th was my vote, uh, just because of the, like, like you said, kind of the shock factor of like, oh, it wasn't Jason in the beginning, you know, so right. it kind of went toward that. And it was a very close vote, but 58% did go to Friday the 13th. So Friday the 13th. <sighs> wow. Uh, that I is like close. You, I feel like it's a win-win. No matter which movie goes on, you can't really be that upset about it. Maybe, but uh, that's just how I think. Oh, for sure. I now will say too. I do have Halloween on a CD. Remember Livewire? Whenever that would always give your computer computer aids. Yep. I have a techno version of the Halloween theme song on a CD somewhere, and it's nice. great. You need to find that. You need to find that one day. Oh man, I will. Uh, <laughs> it's right, the so best. Our next round matchup is uh, one that I know for a fact where. Miss Ashley voted. Silence of the Lambs took on the sixth sense. Um, even though I still stand by the fact that I don't think Silence of the Lambs is a horror movie, I voted for that movie because I love that movie so much. It is a better movie. Oh, <laughs> solid, solid. Oh, wait, hold on. What was that, Dan? What, what was it? What, you... uh-huh. <laughs> um, I do. I think it's such a solid, and I love the entire Hannibal Lecter franchise. I don't know if... I, don't remember if you and I talked about this Ryan but Hannibal the series Mm -hmm. it's only three seasons and each season gets progressively better and if you haven't watched it I highly recommend it um but I do I just think that aside from it winning so many awards and everything it's just such a solid movie and it's such an intense thriller uh that it's one of my favorite movies for sure so uh, yeah, and definitely, and for me, uh, it went to Silence of the Lambs as well. I love, I like the Sixth Sense because I remember watching it, and it, it was very like, oh, just I don't know, it was something different. Uh, I like the twist. Oh, it's a solid movie. A very solid movie. I like the twist, but I feel like Silence of the Lambs was definitely the better movie. 
Uh, yeah, that I, I ruined the sixth sense for myself because I was I, I remember sitting in the theater thinking, what if he's dead? <laughs> Fifteen minutes into the thing. I don't know why I had that thought. Yeah. Right. And, you know, oh, yeah. And so, you know, it's I, I, I think the sixth sense is actually a really good movie, but. So, so let me ask them with y'all two working in the industry and, you know, Dan, obviously with you being in it for a long time with movies like that, even in horror, like where they try to get you with a twist, like, do you sometimes maybe figure it out really early with, you know, maybe not even horror, just movies in general. Cause maybe y'all know um, what to look for. I don't I know. I am not that twist. smart. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I, I always get disappointed because, you know, I see the cheats. Yeah. You know, they, the, the those those kind of things that they do that you know is a lie mm-hmm. you know and i'm trying to think of a good example um, i definitely ruin any movie i watch with friends who yeah. aren't in the industry because i'm like it, oh look at that it's, it's oh hard. you can definitely tell that that's that or <laughs> you know, it's hard yeah. to step away from it yeah you know dumb continuity things that you know all the time <laughs> yeah uh actually all right uh, the current events one you know uh uh this this borat movie mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. sasha baron cohen has been doing a bunch of interviews mm-hmm. um talking about the whole rudy giuliani yeah thing and he was he was t- i was i saw him on one of the late night shows he was talking about how he was in this little little secret room thing that they had built inside the the wardrobe so that he could monitor what was going on and and then at the Uh. last minute he was going to jump out and i saw a clip of how that scene kind of played out when he jumped out and said no she's too young for you you know she's my daughter take me and he's wearing, you know, a bra and panties. Mm-hmm. And so I re- well, how, how did, how did he know that was the way it was going to go? If it was, yeah. you know, not some kind of uh, an entrapment thing. Right. You yeah. know, where there were things said that, you know, we don't see in the movie that I don't know. Uh, yeah. I'm oh yeah if you don't have that lead up to it it makes you wonder yeah i mean you yeah. know he was he was depending pretty heavily on on right. uh you know rudy giuliani being the lecherous pig that they portray him as in the movie right. uh you leading know, into be, that role if he's if he's in the closet in brawn panties ready to jump out you know um, yeah. right it almost makes it seem staged. You know, I, I don't know. There's more to this story is all I'm saying. <laughs> uh, and well, I don't and know one of the things... And so that's some kind of a cheat. I'm not sure what it is, but yeah. it's I on my mind. I always think of um, our time on Texas Chainsaw whenever mm-hmm. I freaked out because we were cutting the body in half. Yeah. And we, Dan used a live chainsaw and cut through the silicone body that we had filled with guts and blood and all this stuff. And I was on the left leg and our boss, Mike, was on the right leg. And like, we had to like shake it to make it look like it was being cut. And everybody was like, all right, this is a live chainsaw. You got to stay back. And this is what, four inches above my head. (laughs) And the first time we go to do it, the clamp 
from the C-stand that we had on the leg, like slipped off and I freaked out and I stopped and Dan backed away real fast and cut the machine off. And I don't remember if it was uh, Mike, I think from special effects, he came over, he's like, it's okay. You did everything you were supposed to. It's like, okay, okay. I just want to make sure that everything was okay. <laughs> and so they like re-secured it and we did the scene, you know, one take looks flawless. The pictures look great. But every time I see that, I was like, oh, that was the time I almost ruined the whole shot. <laughs> <laughs> and we'd have fixed it. Oh, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that was one of my favorite memories. I was just like, you said to stop if something wasn't right. So I'm saying stop. <laughs> Oh, I love it. I love hearing these stories. Well, just so you know, Silence of the Lambs did dominate. It moved on 63% over six sets. Uh, So next matchup is The Exorcist took on Poltergeist. I mean, that's a no-brainer to me. I think The Exorcist is one of the scary movies in existence still. I love The Poltergeist. It's such a fun movie. (laughs) (laughs) Going back and watching it and just knowing what of a set piece everything was is super great but i still just have such a special place in my heart and even when we were doing this last week i was looking through imdb and i saw the little captain howdy face like that Mm. still i still can't i still can't with that (laughs) yeah you talked about that last week every time and if it like comes up in commercials or something it freaks me out like every time i can't even look at that pumpkin carving like silhouette of it (laughs) hate it I remember seeing Poltergeist and not really understanding what was happening, I think, maybe because I was still a little young at the time. I don't remember, but I remember seeing Exorcist and the the, the heads vomit. I'm just like, what the fuck did I just see? And I was like, (laughs) okay, I'm a little freaked out right now. So yeah, that my my vote went to Exorcist for sure. Yeah, if if your fans don't recognize Exorcist as one of the greatest movies, just straight greatest movies ever made um mm-hmm. i'm i'm leaving the industry <laughs> well, well, well don't worry it dominated uh it, I, I, sev- I wasn't 70 percent <laughs> went to the exorcist for sure yeah uh and so the Pol- poltergeist is such a good movie though it, so i saw movie. when i was older and i understood it you know obviously as i was older i understood what i was seeing but when i, I just remember seeing it for the first time i was like the, the tv they're he- what I, I just didn't understand it at the time maybe yeah, it was it was it was it was pretty surreal. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, uh, The Exorcist, yeah, just played on on those those religious you know tropes that as a member of the Western civilization is is ground into your head you know from birth mm-hmm. you know and and they they used it against us yeah. so well. And it almost like of the two movies, you have to think like people would think that, oh, the exorcist could maybe happen. Like, oh, you know, in religion, you hear about it. Like maybe this could happen one day. Oh, yeah. N- not yeah. thinking that, you know, poltergeist would take over your home more so than <laughs> yeah. uh, the other. I did see something. I forget the woman's name that played the uh, medium in poltergeist. There's like a movement to have Netflix do a series about her backstory. And I think that's kind of great. Nice. Um, never really know. interesting eileen uh what's her Boy. name i did that. a movie with her did you really oh nice yeah i'm in a movie with her zelda eileen. rubenstein oh is the no, actress's yeah. name you we're, we're thinking of somebody else yeah tangina she's the one with the glasses oh, all right. she's I know who you're talking yeah. about like the medium that comes in to like help them or whatever oh, right the little there's lady. a push yeah 
there's a push to have like a backstory series on her and i think that would be pretty awesome actually yeah you could do anything with that you know well netflix is doing everything nine days so you, you never right. know it probably will happen so and, you know i mean the, the poltergeist who played played on that thing i mean let's face it the entire the entire american nation is is built upon a sacred burial ground so right you know i mean it could happen i mean maybe that one is more likely to happen than the exorcist (laughs) i don't know maybe i'm completely wrong that's that that'll be my next vote which is more likely to happen guys right (laughs) now i'm now i'm unsure (laughs) i'm uncertain so our our next matchup uh second to last matchup is going to be Candyman took on the shining and um i mean my vote went to the shining i I, i've seen Candyman. i've never seen it i mean not that i wasn't scared but the shining is just so damn good. I, I love The Shining. It was it was such a good movie. But my vote went to The Shining. Oh yeah, I'll I'll take Kubrick over pretty much anybody. Yeah. Oh yeah, and I would have read The Shining too. I I love that movie, and I love Doctor Sleep. I don't know if anyone has seen. This yeah. Movie. Yeah, you and I talked. I, 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 I just I just watched that on a I just watched that on a on an airplane, which oh, I yeah. know is not a, a valid way to uh, evaluate a movie there were a couple of cheats in that i'm trying to think of what they were actually actually the one my only criticism of dr sleep is that it seems just to labor under the fact that it's a sequel to a stanley kubrick movie you know there were there were several references to the shining that Way more than I remember from The Shining. I will say that. Like, they talked about The Shining and what he was way more than I think they did. They almost, like, tiptoed around it in The Shining more than yeah. in Dr. Sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember watching it going, okay, I mean, this is great exposition, but I don't remember them talking about it this much before. Hmm. Okay. Well, Shining definitely dominated uh, 70% over Candy. Yeah. So, uh, and now my favorite my, my favorite matchup because we have dan on it's blair Witch blair witch project taking on texas chainsaw oh, massacre on. and uh <laughs> now, now here's the thing i will say this uh so my vote did go to texas chainsaw i'll i'll start I'll lead off with that but i remember when blair witch came out and the way they presented it and and i mean unless i misremember this but they they made it sound like these people were real life people that were missing even though they were actors we found that out i guess yeah. later but the whole promotional of it I remember going to a movie theater and I didn't go to go see that movie. I can't remember what uh, what I went to go see. And there was a line was so damn long to get in these theaters. And I'm like, what are they in line for? Like it's Blair Witch. I'm like, really? Like, it doesn't look like, no, did you not hear? And then some people were telling me like, oh no, it's real life. Cause I mean, this is before the internet, you know, I think it was Mm -hmm. like 99 when it came out. So internet really wasn't what it is today. So it spread like wildfire. And I mean, it, it, it killed. Well, and their website was just um, missing persons posters. That was the whole website. And I do want to say, I know the budget, they, it was $60,000 to make it. And they've made over $248 million. To me, it's right up there with like paranormal activity. Like it's such an easy movie to make and it's all about how you market it. And it's, well, they did it brilliant. They were brilliant. You know, that again, it spawned the genre of the found footage film. Yes, 100%. I mean, yeah. And 
you know, when you're when you when you watch movies, you know, critically from you know the filmmaker's perspective, found footage movies are really hard to watch. Yes, <laughs> you know, it, it did make there, me a little there dizzy. Are so <laughs> many cheats in every one of those movies. You know, oh yeah, just because yeah. like, well, it's easier to do. That what was the movie uh cloverfield oh, yeah. i think it was cloverfield mm-hmm. with the alien and it was all through the hand like cloverfield makes me sick <laughs> i was just like okay i like, like that I, movie I but it, it makes me yeah sick there's, there's stop running can you put it on a fucking tripod or something like right. <laughs> can't tell me you don't have a gimbal in your arm anywhere thanks yeah. but uh, uh, all that being said i voted for texas chainsaw oh, yeah. too because of course i did so i and actually i think i shared this story with you last week and uh, I'll, I'll share it again here with dan on um so <laughs> My we went to the remake version. I think it was in 05, I think it was, uh, with the remake version that came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so me and my buddy go watch it, and we were up in East Texas, Nacogdoches. And I remember we watched the movie, we go back to East Texas, where I mean it's all woods, it's all wooded area. And I remember I'm at this house party and there's no back fence. You know, the woods are your your fence, basically. And I remember the line to the bathroom was very long, and everyone's like, Yeah, just go in the woods and pee. And I'm like, Nah, man, I'm good. Like, they're like, why? I was like, because I just saw a Texas Chainsaw, and I don't need some motherfucker coming out with a chainsaw after me. And they're like, you realize that's not real? I'm like, no, it's real, man. I've read about it. It's real. And of course, you know, I was a little inebriated too when I was saying all this. But stood <laughs> in this out. I, I waited so long just to go pee because I refused to go in the woods because in my brain, that some bitch was coming after me if I went out there to go pee because I'm a college kid, I'm drunk, and you know, so yeah. That and Texas Chainsaw Massacre forever ruined chainsaws. <laughs> you know, you can't hear somebody using a chainsaw in the distance without being suspicious. Yeah. You know, that they're up to no good. So I have. And a it's a shame because chainsaws are very useful. They're they terrible weapons, though. <laughs> I gotta so I use one for my tree because uh, I have these little side branches that come out way too low. So when I have to mow my yard, it's they're always in the way. So every now and then I bust out the chainsaw. And when I started up, I, I, I kind of think to myself, I feel like Leatherface. I'm just you like the power, don't you? It, it's and I kind of I cut it up and I'm like, okay, this is just a tree. This is not a human. It's not a human. Like just cut the tree. Like don't. Yeah, it can't run. Yeah, you know. <laughs> well, luckily, oh, mine, mine's mine's a cord. When when they run, it's so good. Yeah. Oh my goodness. But yeah. So uh, yeah. So Texas Texas Chainsaw did dominate that one. It seventy two percent took over that one. So that was not surprising uh, to me uh, whatsoever. Um. All right, so I think Ashley has a visitor uh, right now in her office. So we'll go on to the next round. Hopefully, she's able to catch up here. Uh, all right, Dan. So we have then advancing it, it now is Psycho taking on Jaws. Oh, it, it's going to get a lot harder, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's not going to get easier. Yeah. These uh, even for me, like I was even going, man, who who would I vote for? So yeah, but Jaws wow. is Psycho. Uh, I still went with Jaws mainly because of the fear aspect of what what in what. what what's what are we uh, what what's the criteria here i mean the better movie um yeah a just, more uh, important so, movie <laughs> my my thought was trying to say what's the better horror slash scary movie but i think most people are going with what's the better movie of the two uh yeah where the vote may wow that's a tough one yeah and so i i I'd, I'd have to go psycho okay yeah, I, I went with Jaws uh, just because of that aspect of everything, and I believe Ashley's about to jump back on here, so we'll get her thoughts on this here in a second. Go you're, ahead, you're, yes. You're popular. I'm busy. <laughs> so Texas Chainsaw won. 
decisively. Yes, so, you know, not, that, no surprise there. Uh, so now we're on Psycho and Jaws. My vote went to Jaws. Dan's was at Psycho. I went Psycho. I did. Psycho? Um, it, it, I don't know. I guess it's just my connotation too. like, I find Psycho more of a horror movie than Jaws. Yeah. Um, and it just, it just gives me that vibe. It gives me that I want to sit on the edge of my seat. I don't know what's happening. I mean, and Jaws does too, but Psycho just gives you that, that creepy feel. And I will attribute most of that to Anthony Perkins. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, so Jaws actually did dominate this one. 63% did go to Jaws. Uh, so That's that one rude. Um, so now that brings us to Nightmare on Elm Street takes on Friday the 13th. And this was a very, oh. very close. <laughs> Another good one. This one was separated by literally three votes. Was it really? Three votes separated the winner. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mine was, I voted for Nightmare on Elm Street just because I, I don't know what it is about Freddy Krueger, man, but that dude, he, he was, he was good. He, he's Robert England. He's yeah. He is the yeah. only. It's like the guy that plays Pinhead. Like there can be only one. Yeah. Doug Bradley. Is that his name? I said. Uh-huh. I don't know his off the top of my head. He's yeah. such a cool guy. There's nice. been a couple that I know he wasn't in, and I've watched them, and it's like, mm. and yeah. I know he came back for I think what was like the final two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I carved that pumpkin, and it did not look great. It was real hard. <laughs> <laughs> not an easy one, huh? Uh-oh. Yeah, I gotta but, say, Freddie. I said the same. Yeah, and uh, so that was the one that won. Nightmare on Elm Street won fifty-three percent. Three uh, so votes, though. That's three crazy. votes. It was close. It was very. It was back and forth most of the day, too. So now that brings us to Silence of the Lambs taking on The Exorcist. Oh, this is the hardest one ever. Oh for me, man! I definitely <laughs> picked The Exorcist. Exorcist. So Had Silence to. of the Lambs won that one actually decisively. Wow, really? Sixty-five percent went to Silence of the Lambs, and so I think that one's where it falls into more you know, the emotional attachment, maybe more than what was scarier or more maybe. like so 100% if that's the case. Well, and like yeah. I said, only and, you know, it just, it just, you know, the exorcist just relates more to my generation. <laughs> I do. I mean, I, I think the exorcist is still the best horror movie ever. I mean, I know we're doing a horror bracket right now and it didn't win, but I just think that's as okay. far as like, <laughs> everything that they had to go through as a crew again this is how i look at it like knowing all like the weird kooky things that happened for the crew on the set and everyone that pushed through to make that happen and how practical most of the things were like i just have a deep appreciation for that movie and that's why i have you on here doing this because you bring a whole (laughs) unique perspective to it and that's why i love that you've been able to do this and of course now with dan it's gotten even better so uh silence of the lambs did win uh like i mentioned uh 65 so now that brings us to the shining taking on texas chainsaw i still voted for texas chainsaw again i think it's i the shining is an incredible movie but i think texas chainsaw is more of a horror movie mm-hmm. than shining is well yeah to, and to, toby hooper uh, we we were we were talking about uh horror movies and 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 whatnot and uh he he said it's it's not a horror movie unless it has a cemetery in it <laughs> i like that yeah that makes sense <laughs> because like you it. know horror horror is about death right um or fear Very of true. death Very so true. it's got to have a cemetery in it then we need to throw poltergeist back in here because it is all about a cemetery <laughs> yeah <laughs> So, That's funny um, though. I've never heard that before. 
So, uh, so the Shining did win decisively. Sixty-one percent went to the Shining uh, over Texas Chainsaw. But uh, since Texas Chainsaw is no longer in, I do have to bring up. I keep seeing this Geico commercial come back on with the scary movie spoofs where the kids are running and they're like, "Oh yeah, let's go hide in the cemetery." <laughs> no, let's get in the running car, guys. Let's leave. No, let's hide behind the chainsaws. And you see the guy just kind of looking behind him, the killer. Like, what are you doing, like, dude? I I auditioned for that commercial. Oh, you did? did? You really? And this was after after we made Texas Chainsaw 3D. Oh, right. And, you know, I didn't know what kind of audition it was. It was one of these cattle call kind of auditions. And so, uh-huh. but I show up, you know, it, it yeah. sounded fun. Um, you know, my agent said, oh, they need somebody to play a chainsaw guy. It's, it says you have to be comfortable wearing a mask. I said, <laughs> yeah, all right. I, Ashley and I have done that. That's um, correct. You know, and so anyway, I go to this audition and there were like six of us in the room mm-hmm. and and uh, they they actually at one point took us out to the parking lot and uh, they had a chainsaw and they wanted to see if we could start the chains. <laughs> and it wow. was this little little chainsaw. It was so cute. And. <laughs> You know, nothing I like mean, that massive one I couldn't hold up that you had to run with. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> anyway, the, these these some of the guys couldn't figure out how to start a chainsaw. No. And, you know, I, you know, that's one thing I, I got good at. There you go. <laughs> and so anyway, we go back in and there's all these questions. And I don't think the guy running the, the audition had had the slightest clue you know, and, uh, you know, what Texas Chainsaw Massacre was even. And so anyway, I had, I had a DVD in, in my, in my briefcase. And, uh, as we were, as we were finishing up, I said, I said, I just thought I'd let you know, I have played the role before. (laughs) In case you're wondering. And I pull out the DVD, you know, with the, with the three D lenticular cover on it and showed it to him. He That's still didn't get it. I don't know. Anyway, the, the guy the guy they ended up hiring, you know, I mean he 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 had a great face for it, you know. Yeah. Um <laughs> he, he someone like had him. a great face for him. <laughs> yeah, he he you know it was it was it was more about the face than you know doing anything with a chainsaw. I don't I don't know what the hell they were talking about. But yeah. at least you could teach someone anyway. how to I, I didn't I didn't get that job uh, well I feel like they missed out then because that's Dan I do want you to know I have fond memories of wringing your sweat out of that latex mask oh man there was a lot of that too wasn't <laughs> oh man it was great that was one of my end of the day duties Mike just goes all right here you go <laughs> Ew. oh god oh man that's at least it wasn't the baby face one I didn't have to touch that one that poor kid, that kid that didn't know anything about Texas Chainsaw, but had to do the chainsaw dance. Oh, wow. Uh, do, do you care to ex- elaborate a little bit more on that one? <laughs> oh, I mean, it was kind of like the thing, Dan, I don't remember his name, but like he had not heard of Texas Chainsaw, right? Or had he like the kid that played the young uh, Leatherface in our movie? Oh, Sam. Was that his name? I don't remember. What the hell was his name? Yeah, he, he was he was sure a nice guy. I, yeah, I don't I, I never got to, you know, obviously we weren't in any of the 
in right, you know, right. On, yeah. even on the same sets i i know i didn't meet him on set i met him at a horror con once oh is that oh. right oh okay. yeah because yeah there was like he just he was very nice sam but mckenzie just, sam mckenzie shout out to sam mckenzie sorry to air your dirty laundry but like he didn't understand like the the chainsaw dance and like what he was doing and like how to do all that or something like that it just ended up being kind of weird yeah (laughs) that was a day i wasn't there that was a day that we had uh rob kirkman come in and he did uh the grandpa makeup Mm -hmm. and it was i think it was me and mike worked the night shift and i think maybe alex too and robert was doing the day stuff that was the day that we burnt the house down yeah i still have that video somewhere on an old phone and that was the night no that wasn't the night we were in minden where that dude beat the shit out of you all night oh yeah <laughs> that was a all fun right, one though right oh, love these stories sorry i could sit here unless y'all talk about that forever <laughs> All right, so your final four. We'll go to the final four here. It's Jaws right. taking on Nightmare on Elm Street. I can't let Freddy down. Any Freddy. Freddy Krueger, Freddy Mercury, not a one. Well, mm. this, one was, this was a close vote, too. Four votes separated the winner. So. I got to say Jaws. Fair. Yeah. And I, and I kept with Jaws on mine as well. Um, yeah, that was my vote, and that's the one that won 54%. So very close. All right. Four votes. By four that's votes. Crazy. So. So Jaws did advance, and now that brings us to Silence of the Lambs taking on The Shining. Uh, another close vote. Actually, both of these were close. This one was separated by two votes. Was it really? Oh, Dude. man, I may have messed up. I definitely voted for The Shining. <laughs> Vote for the wrong one. No, I know I voted for The Shining, and I, I meant to on that one. Well, even if I were to change this, it still loses because <laughs> your votes are I know. One, so. <laughs> I know. Um, my, mine went to The Shining. Uh, as much as I like Silence of the Lambs, mine was The Shining. Oh, I love The Shining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's the one that won 52%. So very right. close. 52. So now it brings us to the final, which is Jaws taking on the Shining. That's your final. So this is where we left off, where everybody could see, like, you know, and here's the thing when uh Dan, so I have it on Facebook and Instagram. So people are like, oh, but it won because I was on Facebook, but I have it on the Instagram too for people to vote. Cause I have friends who, you know, that are on Instagram, yeah. and on Facebook, and vice versa. So I always tell them. Don't just assume that this person won because I've seen where on Facebook it was dominating, but Instagram it was the complete opposite and the votes just right. happened to be a little bit more than the other, you know, type of thing. Yeah, so. I think when I voted, Scream was winning one or the other, or maybe both. And then, of course, oh, Scream changed. dominated. Um, Scream was, yeah. So here, I, I'll go back to that first round matchup. So I think it was Facebook, it had it 20 to seven, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street over Scream, but on Instagram uh-huh. it was 17 for Scream, 14 for Nightmare maybe that's what it was yeah, so that was that. you know what i mean so that's why i always tell people like hey don't always assume you know who won because right. <laughs> you go but yeah jaws and the shining this one was tough for me for sure i, I gotta say the shining same same it's it's uh, it's it's more it's it's i mean we're talking horror movies mm-hmm. right you know it's just i still think sounds of the lambs is more of a thriller it's not yeah. it has these elements of terror but it's not a horror movie it's not trying to incite um like feelings of dread or anything like that it's just mm-hmm. got some terror moments like psychological more than anything else. right well yeah like you know that movie the witch mm-hmm. they 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 marketed that movie as the greatest horror movie ever made and it's just not a horror movie 
Yeah. Right. Absolutely. You know, had had you know Wes Craven made that movie, you <laughs> would have seen the black goat talk. Right. In, instead, the black goat was always in her head. You know, yeah. you you know you never saw Black William utter a word. Interesting. Uh, I, and I guess although too, I, like... I will I will say that like at the beginning when when those witches grabbed up the baby mm-hmm. and they and they you know sliced his little baby parts off I I, <laughs> I had high hopes but no it never it, it became just you know it, 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 was, it, it, it was all just mass hysteria movie yeah. right see and I I don't know the shining wasn't to me you had no. moments of terror but it was still more frightful yeah, and it was all on the screen, you know. Right, right, right. I mean, and the 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 creepy things uh, advanced. <laughs> you know? yeah. you, it wasn't you just a psychological cerebral rum, thing. So I'll share a fun story. Uh, so the company I used to work for, we uh, so y'all have heard of TED Talks. I'm sure, obviously, everybody has. So I worked in the mattress industry and we used to have these big conferences once a year and we used to call them bed talks. You know, we were very creative with our wording. And so people would get on stage and give like uh, inspirational speeches or updates, things like that. Well, we would do little video skits and vignettes uh, with the people in the corporate office. And one of them they did was The Shining. And we had one of my bosses and her sister looked very similar. They weren't twins, but they were definitely, they looked alike. Um, and so they had them in the hallway, you know, kind of spoofing the twins in the hallway, like in The Shining. And, uh, you know, one of the guys is riding a little tricycle, like a grown man riding this little baby ass tricycle. Like I said, we were spoofing it more than anything. Well, the funny thing about that is this was in one of our old corporate offices that we didn't use anymore. That was vacant. And so we sold that building. It was attached to a store. We sold it. And in my brain, when we sold that, the blood was still all over the walls. It was there for years. Like, I mean, because this was that was back in 2017. And we sold that building or we, we got out of that building maybe like a year ago. And the last time I was there before we left, I saw that hallway and the blood was everywhere in my <laughs> brain. Whoever walked in there to like make sure everything was good, probably walked in and went, what the fuck happened here? Because <laughs> there was blood everywhere. Oh, it was so good. But yeah, so I had to share that little fun nugget. I'm glad that y'all left that. That's great. Yes, of course. <laughs> well, because we weren't using the building anymore. And in my brain, they're like, why are we going to clean this up? We're not going to use it anymore. So Awesome. Uh, but the shi- the shining dominated, so the shining is your winner. Sixty seven percent went to the shining. Right uh, on this bracket. So this takes the horror slash scary movie bracket. Is the winner is the shining. So now we're in the final week. This uh, this is the last week of it all. And so Dan, I'll walk you through all the other movies that won all these other brackets, and you can give us your prediction of who you think might win or right. who should win. And uh, so we got at animation bracket. It was Lion King that won versus sci-fi and that winner was jurassic park so those two will be going up against each other and then we have rom-coms taking on comedy and those two movies are going to be 10 things i hate about you taking on mrs doubtfire we have uh the thrillers slash drama movies and that is going to be uh forrest gump was that winner that one's going to be taking on the sports genre movie winner which was the sandlot and then Horror movie, The Shining winner, will be taking on the action movie winner, which was Top Gun. So those are your movies that will be the final eight for people to vote on. Um, so, Dan, I don't know. If, do you have your pick of who you think should win? Or um, 
Forrest Gump was good. Um, what's it up against? Uh, Forrest Gump is going up against uh, the Sandlot. Ah, uh, yeah, that's that's, that's a, a hard one. one. I think yeah. they're all gonna be nah. tough. They're all gonna be tough. Yeah, but they're all so vastly different, obviously. But they're mm-hmm. all like the top of their little food chain too. Yeah, yeah, really. And they're, that's why I'm just curious to see foods. like who will be the toppest, uh, the toppest. <laughs> I mean, I'm saying that, but. Ew. Who's gonna be? Who's gonna be the mega and uh, you know who's gonna be the alpha and the omega of this group, I guess, or this little bracket tournament? But uh, I, I'm curious to see what's gonna happen of who, how people are gonna vote now because I feel like now that when you keep it to one specific genre, I think people have an idea of what. Because I think I even said last week I felt like The Shining was probably gonna win uh, this bracket, um, but now that you're taking it out, like we're not talking about best genre, but like okay, what's better, Lion King or Jurassic Park, Mrs. Doubtfire or Ten Things I Hate About You? Right. I think we're gonna see some very interesting votes. Oh. All right, Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Kind of feel like what's, that too. What's what's the other one? So, uh, Lion King, uh, the animation movie. Uh, it's th- that one's animated. So, Lion King and Jurassic Park. Yeah, uh, t- uh, Jurassic t- Park. Yeah, Ten Things I Hate About You and Mrs. Doubtfire. Mrs. Doubtfire. And then you have uh, Forrest Gump and Sandlot. And then we have uh, yeah. Top Gun taking Forrest on Gump. The Shining. Oh, The Shining. All right. Yeah. It's going to be some interesting stuff. That is for sure. And out of all those movies, I'll take The Shining. Yeah. Okay. So we got Shining. Okay. I, I say The Shining goes all the way. All okay. the way. I like, okay. The Shining. Yeah, I still yeah. don't know. I want to say 10 Things I Hate About You because I predicted that one was going to win the romantic you comedies did. and it was you right. <laughs> See, but I, feel I, like... don't, I also kind of feel like Mrs. Doubtfire could go all the way. I, it, I think I feel I, like that's the that's the the underdog. I feel like right, if what, it's what, not the what's, shining, what what's gonna what's gonna beat the shining? See, and that's what I'm thinking. Like, okay, I said top two. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> see, I'm looking at maybe Jurassic Park. I think if it's not the shining, I can oh, see Jurassic could, Park. I, I kind of I almost feel like maybe Jurassic Park and the Shining could make it to the final two. I well, want Mrs. Doubtfire to go, but I don't think it will. It would be the dark horse. <laughs> my yeah i i feel like the dark horse or forrest gump i think forrest gump could be that sleeper that could go pretty far but here's the thing though if forrest gump wins though it's taking on the winner of the shining and top gun and if shining wins i don't know if forrest gump beats the shining so that's where it's gonna find that's where it's gonna get really interesting to see but man but yeah this is this has been great uh dan i cannot thank you enough for jumping on the show and talking movies with us man this has been Uh, well ryan thank you for having me yeah, absolutely. it's been a lot of fun. Good. I'm glad you had fun, man. That, that That's the one thing I wanted to do. You know, I, I started this podcast January of last year. And then when the pandemic happened, you know, I, I quit my corporate job and focused more on this and other stuff. And I thought, what would be a fun thing to do that I could let my friends and people vote for that maybe take their minds off of some stuff. And I mean, we all love movies. I think we all can, you know, agree, especially y'all two working in the industry. You know, movies are a great escape for a lot of people for different reasons. And this has been one of the funnest two months I think I've had doing this show, you know, especially with Ashley on. And then of course with Ashley's connections, you know, being able to get you on, I could not be more happy excited. And uh, maybe, and me and Ashley have talked about doing this again. We talked about what we call it, the B side. B side. <laughs> We're going to do the B side. And so and, and... many I have suggestions on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Ashley has a lot of good ideas and uh, I, I definitely plan on doing something very similar to this again. Maybe not as long as I've done this one. This one has been over two, like a two month tournament. Uh, so maybe more of a, yeah, it's been a long one, but we'll we'll shorten it down. But uh, hopefully we can have you on again when we decide to do something like this again. I know I'd love to have sure, you. Sure, anytime. Yes. Yay. 
this is awesome. See, awesome. It's just, it's awesome. (laughs) (laughs) I wore this shirt specifically because if I was like, oh, Dan's going to be on, this is going to be an awesome show. So, uh, but so, so Dan, uh, so before we let you go and uh, step away, I mean, so you, you mentioned you're doing a lot of things right now. Is there anything specific you're doing right now that maybe people should be on the lookout for now, or even maybe down the road? Um, I'll be in, uh, at the circle drive-in in Scranton on Friday night. Um, we're screening uh, Texas Chainsaw and uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. So it'll, it'll be a good time. Um, and Saturday, I'll be uh, with my buddies at the Storebridge Line, which is a, a little, little private railroad, old vintage train. And they're doing a special Halloween party train ride thing. It'll be just a good time. Um, Movie-wise, yeah, no, I'm looking for money. If anybody knows anybody. (laughs) I've always got my little tin cup out. I was like, I don't have any or I'd give you some. (laughs) I don't get paid to do this. Oh, man, but we'll we'll have to keep an eye out. So once again, our, our very special guest today is Dan Yeager, who played... Leatherface himself in Texas Chainsaw 3D and Ashley got a chance to work on with him in that movie and once again I feel like we had the perfect guest on to talk horror and movies and bring us such a great insight and the fact that the Geico people didn't hire you for their commercial shame on them shame on them but you know <laughs> yeah, the, the, the business is full of heartache yeah that's I, that's what I keep hearing from people so alright well Dan thank you once again and Ashley uh, so great our final week is next week at least for a little while probably but next week we're going to talk these final results um and then hey and dan if you want to come back on and talk you can if not hey that's okay i'm sure ashley will be able to let you know who won but all right but yeah guys thank you so much once again Uh, make sure you like and subscribe take care ashley yeah absolutely guys uh like and subscribe the podcast and uh stay tuned because the final of this whole ultimate movie tournament comes to an end next week so guys thank you once again y'all have a great rest of your week